You are getting 100% Jody on Women Taking the Lead. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me today. This episode is coming out a bit later than I promised. The reason for that is I have been battling with myself about what I want to share with you, how much I want to share, and how I want to share what's in my head. I finished up last year feeling like I was going through the motions. I gave you my last update on my 2018 goals, but I wrapped that episode knowing I could have said so much more about my experiences in the last year. I will say the appreciation you all showed me in spite of that feeling overwhelmed me to the point of tears. I felt such gratitude and still feel such gratitude for all of you and especially to those of you who commented and sent messages. You touched my heart and called me to step up and be the leader that I am. Here are some of the comments that were posted on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, and I'm going to also share with you um, what these women do so you have a sense of who you're in community with, because this is your community as well. So I got a message from Maddie Purcell, and Maddie, I hope I'm not messing up your last name. Maddie is the founder of Feud Kitchen. It's spelled F-Y-O-O-D, Kitchen, and Experience Maine. And for those of you who are interested in the um, businesses that I'm going to describe, I have links in the show notes to these businesses. So Maddie said, it's been awesome to follow your journey the past couple of months, Jody. Congratulations on all your success so far and keep it up. And then I got a message on LinkedIn from Holly, and she's a career counselor at Drake Inglesi Malardo Incorporated. Hi, Jody. Your year-end post is articulate, inspiring, and relatable. Good job letting go of the pull-ups. You set aggressive business goals, and your progress was amazing. Keep up the momentum, and thanks for sharing. And then Allison Bishop, who's a financial coach, commented in on Facebook, I started to listen to the episode yesterday and immediately stopped and went back to all your previous updates. Thank you for being so open, honest, and vulnerable. I was going to make my goals for myself anyway, but you inspired me to do it today, even though my kids are running around me in circles. And Allison, I totally got a picture of that in my head when I read it. And from Katie Robbins, and her profile says, Mommy, wife, motivator, beauty enthusiast. Indeed, Kate, love that. And Kate said, I just want to say thank you for being a leader to all of us. Your podcast is the one I turn to when I'm facing struggles, and I truly appreciate you. Here's to making 2019 one for the books. Thank you, Kate. This feedback hit me and I was humbled by it because of a tendency that is typical of overachievers, that mindset of it's not good enough. It doesn't matter how much you did. Ultimately, you failed because you're not good enough, right? And that message was playing in my head. 
And although I've come a long way to ignore these messages and see them for what they are, my inner critic wanting me to play it safe, these messages can blindside me if I'm not taking good care of myself or not being aware of what's going on. December was in fact quite hectic and had some twists and turns and I allowed myself to become depleted and that was all my inner critic needed to step up and take the microphone, so to speak. It's laughable now as I look back on it, but at the time it really was no fun. It was not a good space to live in. However, when I started reading some of the feedback on the episode, it snapped me out of it. So thank you to those of you who, without knowing it, got me out of the spiral my inner critic was sending me into. This whole experience had me wondering how you ended the year. Did you accomplish all of your goals? Did you accomplish none of your goals? Or did you have a mix of success and failure like me? Were you peacefully accepting of your results? Did you whoop it up to celebrate or did you beat yourself up for not checking off all the boxes? Personally, I celebrate you for what you achieved, for the work you put in, for the battles you may have had to have with yourself to overcome self-doubt or a lack of motivation, to ask for help when needed, and for sacrificing short-term pleasures for long-term satisfaction and fulfillment. I want to celebrate you for what you did not achieve. I want to honor you for being in the arena, as the Theodore Roosevelt quote goes, for facing your demons, for getting back up time and again, only to end the year short of goal. I honor you for looking failure in the face, and my hope is that it has not changed how you see yourself, unless it is to recognize how strong and powerful you are in the face of failure. There is nothing you are missing internally. You may need to line things up externally, but you already have within you all you need to be successful. Your task is to find out how to draw it out of you, how to peel back the layers of who you are not so you can finally see clearly who you really are and let yourself, your true self, play in the world. Our work continues. I have not given up on the goals I did not achieve just because the calendar turned over a year, and I hope you haven't either. I shared in the last episode that I realized the goals I achieved are the goals I got help with. The goals I did not achieve are the ones I tried to achieve on my own. How's that for a wake-up call? And I have a whole episode on being the lone wolf, which is also a common tendency for overachievers. As I did not achieve my profitability or my relationship goal, I have consulted a sales coach and a relationship coach and have joined their communities. I am enjoying the training and the homework I'm getting, as well as the conversations I'm having with the other members of these communities. What I've come to realize, and as a coach myself, this has me laughing, is that what is getting in my way from making my business more profitable is related to what's getting in my way when it comes to relationships. And this is a very recent discovery and I'm still processing it, so I'll share more about that in a future episode. Okay, let's take a break so I can truly thank and appreciate the sponsor that makes this episode possible. ButcherBox delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and exciting news, ButcherBox now has wild Alaskan salmon. 
ButcherBox sources their pure, sustainably harvested salmon from Bristol Bay, Alaska. It is unlike any salmon you'll find in your local stores. Literally, its red color means that this salmon is as fresh and nutrient-rich as it gets. Their website is easy to navigate to order the combination of meats that are perfect for you and your family. And you can trust that the meats are a high-quality, healthy protein, free of antibiotics and hormones. Your order is delivered right to your door on dry ice, keeping everything fresh, and there is free shipping in the continental U.S. I have really appreciated the convenience of ordering through the ButcherBox website and having my order shipped right to my door. When I have a lot of things going on, when I have big goals, anything that can make my life easier without compromising quality or my values is a blessing. ButcherBox does that for me and can do that for you as well. Now, for two free filet mignons, free bacon, and $20 off your order, go to butcherbox.com forward slash lead and enter lead at checkout. Go now. This is over a $50 value and available for a limited time. So for two free filet mignons, free bacon, and $20 off your order, go to butcherbox.com forward slash lead and enter lead at checkout. So my unachieved goals from last year are still on my radar and I'm adding some new goals to the mix for 2019. This year, I'm going to write my second book and I'm going to explore working with a publisher this time. I would also like to use my book as a platform to gain more paid speaking opportunities in the coming year. I also want to look at the language I use to describe my ideal clients, my services, and my process, and and then update the Women Taking the Lead website and business collateral with any changes. I'm thinking that one's just going to be a few tweaks here and there. Lastly is my health and fitness goal, because a couple years ago, I discovered that for my own well-being, I need to have a health and fitness goal. There's no extraordinary feat I'm trying to accomplish this year, and this is going to sound trivial, but it really is not. There is a weight I want to achieve that represents to me a healthy weight for my height, age, gender, and fitness level. That being said, if at any time my body gives me the signals that I've lost too much weight or I'm not feeling strong or what I'm doing doesn't feel health affirming, I will pivot. Alternatively, if I hit this weight and I sense I'm still carrying weight that's not necessary, I'm going to keep going. My plan is to do this slowly, and it's not so much about the weight as what I'm going to do around achieving that weight that's important. I'm going to maintain the same workout schedule I have now, but add in more yoga. My focus is primarily going to be on my nutrition to make sure I'm eating nutrient-dense foods that my body agrees with. I'll be watching portions and fueling on a schedule that Alex, my nutrition coach and personal trainer, gave me when I was training for my burpee goal last year. The other thing that helped me last year with my health and fitness goal that has already helped me to drop my holiday weight and a little bit more is my spiritual practice. Doing A Course in Miracles for the past nearly year and a half has helped me to find more peace in my day. And when I have more peace in my day, I also have fewer cravings and more discipline. I feel more satisfied, so I don't go to food looking for that satisfaction. Given that, my spiritual practice will be something that will be contributing to my health and wellness goal. 
A spiritual practice, whatever that looks like for you, and getting help from others is something I would absolutely recommend for you if you are struggling with achieving your goals. I would also recommend gaining more awareness of yourself, how you interact with others, and what you believe about the world and what's possible for you. This all contributes to how you go about achieving your goals. It contributes to which goals you set and how you go about them. To this end, I'm also going to recommend, if you haven't already, doing the energy leadership assessment. This attitudinal self-assessment is where I start all of my clients because it brings them bullseye to exactly what is keeping them from achieving what they want to achieve and having the life they want to have. Whether it's having enjoyable personal and work relationships, having the energy and focus to make progress in their business or their career, or having the freedom to go after something they've always wanted but didn't think they could have. This new sense of freedom has allowed many of my clients to stop tolerating what's not working in their life and to start making changes required to have the life that they want. And what I want to underscore is the awareness you gain from this process makes it easier to make these changes. It's not that you suddenly have the ability to muscle through making changes. You suddenly don't need to muscle through anything because you no longer experience what keeps you from taking decisive actions. And those things typically can include fear, anxiety, burden, dread, exhaustion, confusion, self-doubt, second-guessing, etc. With a new awareness of who you really are and what shapes your experiences, those debilitating feelings fade away, and in their place is a quiet certainty of what you want. The Energy Leadership Assessment will help you gain your personal power to direct your own life and the confidence to make your moves. As one client put it, I finally got permission from the only person I needed permission from, me. Like, what a feeling that is. Many of my clients say that this process was the turning point for them. They can see a clear difference in their experience of life before and after the assessment. If you have been at a loss for why you're not satisfied with your life or work, or if you have been dreaming about a life you know you can be yours, but you're struggling to make it a reality, the Energy Leadership Assessment will get at the heart of what's keeping you from it. Let me assure you, the success and satisfaction you are looking for comes much more easily once you know what's preventing you from having it. I invite you to go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash assessment, that's A-S-S-E-S-S-M-E-N-T, to take the first step. As I learned last year, success comes when you stop trying to figure it out all on your own and accept some help. I would love to help you. Again, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash assessment to begin. As I bring this episode to a close, I want to let you know I'm going to be scaling back a bit more on new content for the podcast. I am committed to immersing myself in the writing of my second book, and I need to allow some space for that. 
However, I will be releasing episodes occasionally, so if you want to be certain that you get those episodes when they're released, be sure to subscribe to the Women Taking the Lead podcast if you haven't already. And also, I'll be sharing snippets from the book, as well as leadership tips, tools, practices, or anything random going on as well that catches my interest or makes me laugh with my email list. So if you'd like those particular updates, be sure to opt in at womentakingthelead.com. And I'll leave you by repeating Katie Robbins' message. Here's to making 2019 one for the books. Amen. As always, I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.